Black people don't hope, we wish. We wish a motherfucker would be an option. episode eight i am gs hey and i am marlissa what's up y'all and we are having a special uh we're coming to you on july 4th (laughs) it is a interesting holiday Mm -hmm. to say the least um shout out to all my family who's out there being with family celebrating um with family not necessarily the fourth, but they celebrating this time off. Yeah, it's a day off. Yeah, it's a day off. Let's <laughs> let's let's enjoy our people. Uh, because when the July fourth was first popping off, we couldn't enjoy this with our people. Mm-hmm. We, it was all mm-hmm. uh, it was the celebrating the freedom in which we were uh, in bondage too. <laughs> yeah, there's so crazy enough. You said that this morning. I always watch Democracy Now, as you know. Mm-hmm. And they showed um, my favorite white aunt. <laughs> yes, she's awesome. So they were showing James Earl Jones reading Frederick's Frederick Douglass's speech. Um, mm-hmm. What is the slave? What what to the to slave, the slave is, is Fourth of July? Uh-huh. And it was amazing to hear it again and the way Frederick Douglass broke it down. Like because it kind of started off patriotic, and mm-hmm. then it could start ripping them. Like <laughs> that thing is. Uh, for sure, Frederick Douglass, but a lot of our wordsmiths from mm-hmm. that, those times, like, like, I think for us now, we, we think, like, we're kind of, we're still, we're just as emotional, but we, like, yeah. get straight to it. Fuck this. It's some bullshit. Yeah. But no, they're going to eloquently mm-hmm. say this some bullshit. And I love that about yeah. our ancestors, how they can eloquently call the bullshit for what it is it's a beautiful speech it's it's a beautifully written speech like anyone i gotta check it out now yeah so i'll drop the link i'll make sure i'll put it in kind of the okay. you know the the notes for the show for sure um, but yeah like it's a good one to read um as anyone who just loves good writing mm-hmm. um like it is a beautifully i mean frederick douglas was the goat anyway whether mm-hmm. it was writing or like being a, an amazing orator mm-hmm. um but yeah so he was like talking to i think it was the ladies of uh, rochester New York, they invited him to speak on the 4th of July. And he was just like, I don't know why y'all invited me here, but since I'm here. (laughs) Go and get y'all real. Let me go and break y'all off. So, yeah. It's a a cool one, so. So, today, y'all, for our people who are on live with us, uh, for uh, people under, uh, who who are listening to this. So, first thing we're going to talk about, Flint water charges dropped. That's crazy. Yeah. They're off the hook. Um, <laughs> well, somebody off the hook. Somebody. Uh, we're going to talk about R. Kelly and the 30 years he got for his Fed case. Ooh, yeah. That's an interesting thing. Uh, we're going to talk about the shooting that just recently happened in Akron, Ohio. Yes. Uh, rest in peace to Jalen Walker. That was crazy. Um, and then we want to talk about the political response to Roe v. Wade. And when we say political response, like politicians and how they responded, how some of them are using this moment for their own political and career game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to talk through that. Yeah. That is interesting. And we're also going to talk about um, just the update on uh, the border. Like what's happening, what, what, what's happening there, the, yeah. 
the the we just recently again we talked about this last week touched on it a little bit last week but we we just recently lost I think at the time it was forty eight but I think the count has gone up because people who yeah. were alive mm-hmm. a few people who were alive some of them have passed away yeah. since so yeah so I want to want to talk about kind of the update on that smuggling tragedy uh, down in San Antonio and then also the fact that the Remain in Mexico program um, is going to end mm. um, Trump the Trump era program that mm-hmm. kept. Uh, immigrants or migrants in Mexico um, in Mexico while they awaited their their cases um, and then our main topic um, really we just gonna have a, an op-ed mm. about if America deserves a birthday party this year do they deserve one <laughs> it's frankly <laughs> today's just another day for me <laughs> today is just another day but even then we, it's just interesting to talk about again we'll, we'll get there we'll get, we'll get there okay we'll get there cool so you got any um, satisfying racial moments from your week? Anything interesting? Satisfying <laughs> racial moments. Any satisfying moments, period? Um, nah, nah. Wait, I, I, I had a terrible, uh, situ- uh, terrible service from from a business mm. from a sushi spot. It was a, uh, it was just a terrible experience. It was white folks. It was it was it was white, but I don't think it was a. I really don't think it was a racial thing. I just think it was bad service. Okay. From one person, and then the other person just was a little overwhelmed, and you could just tell she just was being overworked and underpaid. Mm, okay. And I just happened to just catch the brunt of it, and I just it was like the first time in my like that I realized like, yeah, like I'm actually really happy. Mm. And they're not. <laughs> These people in just last week about revolution, it right? Is, revolt. Yeah. Uh, and they don't like to see it. No. They don't like they don't like folks don't like folks when they don't they yeah. don't want to see you happy. They don't want to see you happy. That's that's pretty crazy. Uh what yeah. About I, you? I didn't I didn't I wouldn't say a satisfying racial moment, but I did have a moment that I actually forgot to mention last week. So as you know, I was like hosting the fellows here, the mm-hmm. European fellows and um one day it was just kind of a free day that they had. I was like, Oh, let's go do some cultural shit. So mm-hmm. we went to deep Ellum and, um, we were going to do a tequila tasting or like a mezcal tasting mm-hmm. at ruin. So we're parking, mm-hmm. uh, paying for parking. And one of the fellows goes to take a picture of something. Um, like it was like a billboard or something. We were over there by the nines in deep Ellum. And as she's taking the picture, I'm paying for parking on my app, on my phone. The other fellows are just kind of standing around and I hear someone say, Hey, delete that picture. So I look up because I remember she was taking a picture and I look over and there's a police officer driving towards us. And he's like leaning out the passenger window and he stops. This is a black man. It's a black officer. He's just like, you need to delete that picture right now because you can't take a picture of a police car. If my captain sees my number on the Internet, I'm going to have an issue. Delete the picture. So I'm like, OK, I am the American here. They're mm. guests although they are white guests, mm-hmm. like, let me try to go level with this man. Cause mm-hmm. at this point he's completely out of line. He's making mm-hmm. more of it than it ever should have been. So I, yeah, what? So, so I approached the car and I'm like, Oh, I'm pretty sure she didn't take a picture of your car, but you know, I'll look at the picture. If she did, we'll delete it. She's not from here. She's a tourist. Hence why she's taking so many pictures. I don't care. If my captain looks on the internet and sees that number, it's going to be an issue. Let me see the phone. I'm like, you don't need to see her phone. I'll look at the picture. And matter of fact, whatever she took a picture of, we'll just go on and delete it. We'll make sure it's deleted. He's freaking out. Finally, I realized the type of shit he on. Mm-hmm. He's, he's high on power. 
he just wants somebody to listen to him about something, mm-hmm. obviously. So I just back up and I'm like, hey, Marianne, like, let me see your phone. Delete it. I deleted it out of her, deleted her trash folder. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, the picture is gone. Literally, this man held us hostage for two or three minutes talking about how we shouldn't have taken that picture and he could get in trouble and they need to know better. And at this point, I just I, I shut down. And the reason I didn't say anything was because it was clear where his energy was coming from. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to leave here without, I don't want them to leave here without their, their, you know, whole bodies intact. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> at this point, this man could very well have taken it even further than that. I mean, you know, he's putting his car in park, like, you know, let me see the phone. And finally, I was just like, the picture is deleted. Like, I'm not really sure what else you want me to, to do. I was like, but I will tell you that these people are with the German Marshall Fund. And I promise you, if you want to make this an issue, it's going to be bigger than you, bigger than Dallas, bigger than the state of Texas. Like, Absolutely. this will be an issue given that these are visitors in our country mm-hmm. studying public policy, specifically policing. Specifically! Yo, that's wild. That's so wild. It was, it, was, it was crazy, and I kind of scared him. So he, There are he no IQ off. tests to be a police officer. None, none right? Like, none. All he sees is his car, his badge, his gun. Mm-hmm. And so... As we're walking, I was telling them, like, you guys got to see firsthand the type of shit that Americans deal with when it comes to our police departments. And I told him, I was like, that was a black officer. I was a black woman talking to him. So imagine, imagine how much worse that could have been. And y'all are white. Mm. Like, think about it. Y'all are not only white, but y'all are white foreigners. Yes. Yes. Like they've really they've like that just speaks to how like you said high on power Mm -hmm. that just speaks to um it's almost like some roid rage kind of shit but with authority it was weird it it, (laughs) like fam y'all y'all something (laughs) where did this come from and then so mind you two of the people that are with me are attorneys one is a judge and one is a um one is a journalist Mm -hmm. So they're like, I'm sorry, y'all have a rule in your country where you can't take a, a picture of a police car? I said, no, that's not a law. It's not. I was like, I, don't, I genuinely don't know where he was coming from. You know what? The, uh, it might be Arkansas. And it might be, it, it's one of those. It's one of these red states mm-hmm. to where, like, they have banned filming police officers. Like, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, it's some kind of like, it's like a misdemeanor or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. I mean, I could see if he was doing something and we, yeah. we had a camera on him, but he was, I don't even know what he was doing in the parking lot. We were paying for parking. I'm not sure what the hell he was doing down there. Just patrolling. And I mean, her camera was pointed up. So I'm like, not only do you not understand, like, you know, how perception works, but obviously <laughs> angles are an issue for you too. Obviously. <laughs> Geometry isn't your <laughs> strong really front either, fam. Cosine, sine, tangent, not really your shit. No, 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 none of it. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that, that was, that was crazy to me, but I was also, I was mm. also very glad that they got to see it and they realized that we're not just making this stuff up. Like that we deal with overly aggressive yes. police officers. Yes. And it's like, I'm pretty sure for them, like every, every country that I've visited outside of the America, outside of the America, mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of America, um, their police just seem to be different. Yeah. Like 
they seem a little more humane. Mm -hmm. They seem uh, actually willing to protect and serve you. Like, that's just the energy that I've gotten when I've gone to different places outside of yeah. America. The, these people are just not... I, I think he, he probably needed a job. He wanted some power. He stumbled up on policing. And he's been collecting his paycheck, you know. Or, 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 um, or I mean having that job turned him into that mm. that's what I'm saying I pray like, that no job I ever have turns me into an asshole uh, we all hope that we, we hope then truth be told that just speaks to the issue of a lot of people just one not having the space to leave these jobs mm -hmm. like they're stuck mm -hmm. this is all they can do um, it's like a unhealthy relationship with yourself okay. because you have to be this kind of person or it forces you to become this kind of person there's no um, mental health checks with you there there's nothing to kind of like uh, help you like reason with yourself in terms mm -hmm. of like you having these experiences dealing with people like you might deal with some some fucked up people or see some fucked up situations but you kind of stuck there and mm -hmm. there's nothing that can really help you cope with it yeah you just kind of have to internalize it and become this dickhead police officer that's you just kind of have to become that like to yeah. to maintain your sanity and, <laughs> and and i guess you do have to become that because that is the culture that you are in every day and to survive you know and to be accepted by your peers probably you know you you really how many movies have i seen where the person who's about to like you know turn over some money that they recovered from a drug bus is considered a snitch or you know yeah. what's what's funny i have watched speaking of mm -hmm. <laughs> that and then we're gonna get to it y'all we're gonna get to the topics now we just talking now but i watched uh, a vice special about um how they're like damn near millions uh in money and items that have been confiscated but wasn't fully reported mm -hmm. uh and it even talked about how uh, it kind of all eventually led to like Breonna Taylor's situation mm. and how um, what happened with her okay. um, was common in Kentucky in terms of like them knowing that there's um, quote, quote unquote money yeah. or them finding or knowing that it's like a drug house or whatever, um, them getting a basic affidavit uh, uh, or, or getting clearance to search these homes and case mm. after case mm -hmm. when they went back and talked to the people who the quote unquote criminals um, like hey how much did you have in your house yeah oh I had 15,000 well we're looking at the unsealed documents on what they reported on your case and they said they only found $2,000 mm. and they was like that's not that can't be true mm -hmm. that can't be true mm -hmm. I had more than that in there yeah and a lot of these people have had to fight and sue just to get their stuff back like <laughs> Even coke, like even the drugs. Like one dude was like, I had X amount in coke. And they go there. flip it. And they and he was like, Of course they took it. Yeah. Of course they confiscated mm -hmm. it. But what they wrote down was a small amount compared yep. to what he actually had yep. in there. That's crazy. I just was like, yo, these Kentucky, these police officers. Police, yeah. I'm like, y'all are y'all really are being poisoned. Y'all don't realize like y'all are being poisoned. Big trash. So big trash. Yeah. yeah. So first topic of the day uh more 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 bs <laughs> yep. uh flint water charges are dropped yep 
Uh, yeah, this, so this one is crazy to me. So, um, you know, Flint has been struggling with this since 2014, I believe, is mm. when we learned about the water crisis. Right. Um, and I know most of y'all will remember this, but um, just a little recap. So remember that their water was poisoned pretty mm. much. Like there's no other way to really mm-hmm. say it. Their water was poisoned. It was call- causing crazy health uh, defects in in new children and children that were already here like you know they started having like cognitive issues physical issues adults yes (laughs) adults were being affected so just the entire community of flint and you guys remember um you know a lot of you probably donated right to get bottled water out Mm -hmm. there and to to get filters put in and remember there was the whole fiasco about oh we need to change the pipes and they couldn't really get that done. And it took a black contracting company to go in there and really start working on, mm-hmm. you know, getting new pipes in there. So um, it, it's still a struggle, y'all. It's still very much a public health crisis in mm-hmm. Flint. But what we learned on last week, Tuesday, was that the Michigan Supreme Court dropped the charges against former governor Rick Snyder mm. um, and others, not just mm-hmm. him, but others who were in leadership at the time who, who this was blatant neglect of the of this city. Right. Of these people, those charges have been dropped. And what the Supreme Court says was that they don't have the power. The Michigan Supreme Court said that they don't have the power <laughs> to um, to hand out such indictments. Mm. So there's kind of the update. Definitely, um, for me, I will let you know that I think this is this is right on brand mm-hmm. and right in line with things that we have seen in the past, wherein if a crisis affects a certain demographic, and you will remember from the news, the demographic of Flint, they look like us. Mostly black. Mostly black. They look. These were little black and brown children who were being affected by this. So. It's right on brand with when things affect our community and and things are ignored. So this was a known crisis. This is something that leaders knew about and they still refuse to move. Um, even then, that type of neglect can be erased mm-hmm. at the highest court in a state. It, for me, so... Another part to the, I guess, like the background of it, um, for the longest, uh, Flint was getting its water uh, through, I guess, the Detroit system, mm-hmm. or part of that system. Okay. They made the choice to switch um, where they were getting the water from, mm-hmm. quote unquote, to save money. Mm-hmm. They they moved it to the Flint River, if I'm not Flint mistaken. Flint River or something. Yes. Some, uh, yeah, some it was disease a field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing so, about that. Mm-hmm. So they made the choice to um, do that to quote unquote save money. Mm-hmm. Um, it ended up being harmful to a lot of people, as you just said, Mel. And I just, for me personally, that's what we call state sanctioned violence. I agree. That's yeah. what we call state, like when we talk about, um, when we talk about, uh, the Tulsa massacre. Mm-hmm. We talk about all of these large-scale um, acts against groups, yeah. towns. Um, 
and no one's held accountable, mm. that is state-sanctioned violence. That's real. They are they are basically saying that we are okay with the harming of this town or, or these. We're okay with it. To save some money. To save some to, money. To line my pocket. To yep. line. And ain't no telling how many people who actually yep. got rich. Make some money by, I mean, it doesn't matter the source of water, but we can pay someone to do this work and someone can come out with a lot of money. This is a, this is a state contract. Mm-hmm. So there's that part. Um, this was actually the first time uh, I've, I, I, I really began to dislike Obama. Okay. This was the first time. Like, at first, it was like, you know, usually we have conversations about, you know, him being the first black president. Of course, there was a lot just around him. And mm-hmm. and it was just something that was definitely good to see. Um, but then when people were becoming critical of him and what he wasn't doing and this and that, this and that, I'm, I've always been the kind of person where it's like, yeah, he's only one person. And mm-hmm. he, is, he is one person. Yeah. He was the face of a white system. <laughs> uh so, so I wasn't expecting a lot to come from him, especially, you know, Republicans going against him, anything he's trying to put out. Okay. I saw all that. But this particular situation, he went to Flint, had a glass of water. One of my, it was actually uh, one of uh, uh, Michael Moore's films. Yes. Yep. So he went and told, and everybody was thinking, and I remember they're interviewing like one of the residents there, and she was definitely like, we were expecting him to come. And okay, now he's gonna probably bring the the Corps of Engineers, and they gonna fix this and da da da. He came, and basically was like, "Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of paint in your uh, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of paint I mean, in your a little, just a little bit." And then when they gave him a glass of water, he fake drunk it. He didn't really drink it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, now, now, brother, mm. we can say like we can we can go we can go up to bat for you as a people, as a community, and we can acknowledge, we're educated enough to acknowledge that, yes, there are people, there are powers that are against you, that are fighting against you and all that, but the day when you, when you, when you join in with that side Mm -hmm. to, to, to help facilitate, again, that state-sanctioned violence, you've lost me, and ever since then, I never cared for him anymore, I I just, it was just that one situation, I'm like, fam, you, you didn't even have to do that, you legitimately could have um, you legitimately just could have stayed. Just, just say nothing. Just, just, just say, do just, no, just, yeah. say, just say nothing. Or offer some words and yeah. then let it be that. Offer some words. Yeah, this is a problem. This issue needs to be fixed. Yep. Da, da, da. You at least saying it puts you in. Puts you in. At least we know that you're acknowledging it and that your 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 perspective is on the right side of history. But yep. no, you went there and covered for this for this this judge. Mm. I mean, not this judge, but this governor. Who, yeah. who 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 eventually would have charges brought up against him. Mm. So that part kind of blew me. Um, also, too, I think another part of it right now, y'all. We, if you're on live with us, we're talking about uh, the 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 charges being dropped in Flint. It's been over twenty two thousand nine hundred and ninety days now since Flint hasn't had clean water. Um, they have been fighting the the and actually the uh, attorney general the, the the attorney general who was voted in a big part of her platform was going after those people mm-hmm. so the case has had been dropped the case is this is the second time the case has completely been dropped okay under it, her watch what what's sad about it is and we'll we're, we'll talk about kind of the Roe v Wade over time mm-hmm. but it, in the same vein 
you just have politicians talking to get elected, promising things while they're campaigning, and then they get in there, most of them. And, and at this point, I, I, I probably used to say some, uh -huh. but at this point it's most. Um, they run on these promises that they know mean a lot to the communities that, mm -hmm. that are that need, that are they need to vote them in the constituents right. that they need to vote them in, and then they get in there and it's like patchwork, right? Like I think it was Vernon Jordan who wrote in a fantastic book that you know America has a habit of putting band aids on situations that are in need of major surgery. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like that's exactly like a like a little you know a liquid nails or something. Yeah. Um, but we never get to the major surgery and it's sad that our communities never get the major surgery never. when we need it the most. We, bit, we, we don't even get the on brand bandaid, you know what I mean? Like we get <laughs> so like we the equate the, version. We don't, even, we don't even get the nice yeah. bandaid. At least we, if we're going to get a bandaid of it, can we right, get a nice make one? It a, oh, make yeah, it a good yeah. one. <laughs> um, like put, you know, so, so it's making me, mm -hmm. it's almost making me want and I get where people come from now, where they're like, well, voting doesn't matter. Like, my vote doesn't matter. And I can understand now how people get discouraged mm -hmm. very quickly when this is what they've seen. They've seen this cycle mm -hmm. over and over again. And we're seeing it now with the whole abortion thing, right? The, they, they are literally making it the center of their their campaigns. Mm -hmm. Whether you're, yep, I'm going to you know, fight to, to keep abortion illegal or I'm going to fight to you know, have abortion made legal across the country again. Mm -hmm. When y'all could have done that a few weeks ago. So so for me, it's, it's the same thing. Like, we hear these politicians promise things, and then we get nothing for it. What, what, what you're saying is, by their own actions, we're losing hope in this process. Absolutely. Like, like it's, it's losing grounds on both sides. Mm -hmm. But then all fuckers telling you that the elections are stolen and that you can't trust it. Yeah. It's like America needs to get a hold of that. We need a PR person. We need we need better PR. I mean, like they, Hollywood is is America's PR. That's, <laughs> this that's, is true. That's that's, that's really yeah, America's PR. That's why Miss America wore that dumbass Wonder Woman <sighs> costume. <laughs> she really so thought she was doing. She really thought she was doing it. I was she so really embarrassed. <laughs> Specifically to the point that you were making, I, I wrote this down in my notes, uh, but you were talking about how uh, they said that um, what it was, the case was thrown out against Rick Snyder, the governor of, of, of Michigan at mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. The case was thrown out because it was, they said that he couldn't be tried from a one person grand jury. Right. And so when they were interviewing some of the people who lived in Flint or who live, who live who've experienced, of course, just like the judicial system outside of this, they were saying, but this happens all the time with regular folks. And what, what met what, was like, basically the one person grand jury has been used and been, been being exercised in Michigan mm -hmm. forever, for yep. years, especially in poor black and brown communities. Yep. It was crazy because again, we gonna we keep telling y'all this white folks getting tired of white folks. Shit. <laughs> You're one, sick of them, of one of them, one of the, uh, her name is uh, Melissa Melissa Mays. She's an activist, a uh, Flint water activist. Um, and she basically said it just like that. She said, rich, and I quote, this is a situation in which rich white folks have a different justice system. Mm. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so glad that y'all are seeing it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, and it's not that y'all didn't. No, 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 sorry. I'm glad that y'all are being affected by it. Do I want anybody to be harmed? No. 
Yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. Not saying I want anybody to be harmed, but sadly, it's taking it's taking y'all being affected in these ways and being harmed yeah. for legitimate truth to be spoken yep. across the board. Again, we've been saying this. We've been saying what this white woman said. Rich white folks have a different justices. We've been saying that. But now y'all are seeing it. Y'all are saying it. So now we can be, we can operate mm-hmm. at, at, at the same point now. Mm-hmm. So now that we know that yeah. the issue isn't racist, it isn't, the, the issue isn't black folks not, um, black people not working hard enough or black people just needing to calm down when we interact with police and this and that. It's like, no, y'all are seeing it that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's real. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like they, they, they not only have they been screwing us over, but now well, they've been screwing y'all over, but now it's just more prevalent. You now. see it now. Yeah, yeah. It's much more prevalent. Yeah. Now. And, and what they've been telling you is that our presence was screwing you over, not what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So they use race as a scapegoat. <laughs> yeah. They use race as a scapegoat. And, and, and you're right. I mean, you know, we just, just talked about the situation in Deep Ellum where white Europeans got to see an American police officer act a fucking fool with them. Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. No reason. <laughs> For no reason at all. And so they even got to see like that an institution that they were probably willing to uphold at some point mm-hmm. can be harmful to them, too. You made a great point about, well, I guess Melissa Mays made a great point about there being a different justice system. And I love that you brought up the socioeconomic piece because, yes, while race does play a, a, a part, that's if it's a poor white person and a poor black person, right? If we're on the same level playing field when it comes to money and, like, resources we have access to, absolutely. Like, that white person is just probably going to get a better shake than me. Right. But when it comes to having money, we have watched black people escape things because they have money. Mm-hmm. We have watched black people be able to buy themselves out of certain situations mm-hmm. because they have money. And so socioeconomic status, in my opinion and from what I have seen, will always outweigh always outweigh race most of the time yes money is the difference maker don't get me wrong they they have like ryan coogler um what was the other brother uh who was getting to his house and the police uh police harass ended up showing up and harassing them i forgot i think it was lou gossett Mm -hmm. i'm not sure who exactly it was but that's what i'm saying like there are small cases in which black people with money have dealt with the bullshit but for the most part yeah having money has made the difference. But even with the Ryan Coogler situation, right? Like, I don't think it would have happened had they known who, who he, he was. was. <laughs> so he's behind the scenes, right? If you are not a fan of Ryan Coogler, you probably can't spot him on yeah. the street, hmm. right? But one thing I can say is Ryan Coogler has absolutely made his, his bread and he's making even more. Somebody at that bank was in trouble. When mm-hmm. they found out who that man was, mm-hmm. how powerful he is, the publishing deals he probably has, mm-hmm. distri- somebody got in trouble. Somebody got to and get so fired. <laughs> even though he did deal with what he did, I promise you, on the back end, mm-hmm. he he probably got a, a little bit of justice, more than you and I would have gotten. Mm-hmm. For sure. For, sure. For so, sure. So money does make the difference. And I think, I think you're right in that white people are starting to see that, too, now, where... I'm a poor white person in America, and I'm seeing that these motherfuckers don't care about me they either. They don't, like, <laughs> fam, they don't care about you either. Yeah. They're using you. They've yeah. always used you. They will let your kids get shot up in schools to keep their guns. They they have shown it. Yeah. They have, they have legitimately shown y'all that 
if y'all are not them, if y'all public school, trying to protect a public school, <laughs> right. why aren't you? Why can't you guys make it to a private school? Right. Well, you guys, maybe you need to send your kids private. Maybe you need to send them somewhere else. I mean, gosh, oh, okay. you, guys don't, you guys don't have any resources. <laughs> Just like, what are you doing? You pull yourself up. Like that? Yeah. You Too many Jordans. Where do you go to these schools? Yeah, man, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. So. Um, one thing I, I do want to point out, and, and thank you, GS, for bringing this up about the whole cost saving, you know, initiative where mm-hmm. they switched the water sources. So mm-hmm. when I was reading about it, they talked about how that that river was a known dumping site, like it was an unofficial dumping site for industry, uh, mm-hmm. car manufacturers, uh, wastewater treatment plants. Mm-hmm. It, the river took on raw sewage from that. Um, lumber mills, paper mills, meat packing facilities, agriculture, landfills. Like that, no wonder, like, they talked about the foul smelling, the brown look, like you could set the water on fire type of deal. And you expected people to, to bathe with it, drink it, cook with it, like it was nuts. Since then, the population of Flint has gone from, a, a, that Flint was actually like a pretty, pretty decent city, given mm. it was all African American, by mm. the way, like, those folks were doing okay. Since then, they have gone from 200,000 mm-hmm. to 100,000, and now 45% of the residences live under the poverty line. They Damn, they've killed the town. Ruined. They've killed the town. town. The thing, okay, two points. One, um, okay, two, two, two points before I. Okay, my last two points. Mm-hmm. One, I'll wrap it up. Yeah, I didn't I'm even done. know. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about their their population. But but you'd be told. Um, there's, I forgot what the saying was, but basically, um, there's, America also has a history of, of racial cleansing in certain towns Mm, mm -hmm. to where like they've given a census in this small town. Let's say the census is, uh, let's say the census says that, uh, 45, 50% of the town is black. Okay. And then they would do another census years later, (laughs) uh, five years later and then that 45 percent has now come down to 10 percent mm. it ha- it's happened in multiple towns okay so one thing uh, states <laughs> um have figured out or racists have figured out mm-hmm. um they have figured out how to again it's called racial cleansing okay they have figured out how to racially clean these towns different means different methods this makes me think about that mm-hmm. also too the other the other point to is this um, there is a movie. What is that movie called? It's actually one of my favorite movies, and I can't think of the name of it. But basically, the movie was the guy, um, the guy from uh, Harry Potter, the main character from Harry Potter. Okay. I forgot his name. I don't know his uh, name, but yeah. But yeah, he's 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 he basically plays a um, he basically goes undercover okay. like some white supremacist groups in D.C. and he infiltrates. He infiltrates it. He basically uh, discovers that there's like this. There's like this. Um, connection between all of them. They're like skinheads. Okay. There are, uh, are are political white supremacists, like all these people, but they kind of meet together and mm-hmm. just kind of like socialize, but they all have different ways in which to advance the white race okay. or harm on unwhite people. And a part of their um, pl- plan or strategy mm-hmm. was to pollute the water. They wow. wanted to pollute the water. That was their grand scheme. Their grand scheme, they had like these big old buckets that they were going to dump in this river that fed directly into like the greater metro area of DC where majority black people live. Okay. Uh, and that's what, that's what their plan was. Mm. They were, of course, in the movie, 
they were stopped. Then they saved the day. But this is exactly that. This is exactly that. They yeah. poisoned a whole town. I mean, it is the point to get them to leave or to kill them off, or either will do. Either either one will do. Okay. Either one will do, and 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 it's it's just it's just crazy that this is still happening right now. Yeah. Because again. We know that it is some bullshit if we know for sure it had that happened in Orange County. Oh, yeah, no. Would this ever happen in Orange no, County? No, never. You will, I, I promise you, it wouldn't have ever gotten this far. The moment they found out that their children were drinking tainted water, the whole, the streets would have been ripped up to put new pipes ripped in up. there. Next week. Yeah. Ne- next week. Ne- yeah. Shit would have been fixed a month. The within a city month. council would have approved a budget, hired a contractor, had All it going. Yeah, and in the meantime, uh-huh. you know, we're going to put uh, temporary piping mm-hmm. to reroute fresh water to that neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then we'll take that up when your permanent system we'll, is, is put in. Yeah. Also, too, before I leave this topic, they've spent millions, and this is quoted by one of the actors, they've spent millions fighting these cases. The state has spent millions fighting these cases versus actually Instead of just putting the money. Exactly, just putting the money towards actually getting it built. And also it's in their laws that the city is only responsible for um the 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 home's connection to the the, the general pipe, mm-hmm. general pipeline. But everything within the house is not their responsibility. Yeah. Even though their pipes were affected and, and messed up because of this bad water. And they ain't okay. even did that part. They ain't even did their job right in that part. Mm. So, I don't, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, like, um, I think those are, are great points to, to end with right there. Mm-hmm. Um, we will keep watching this. I, I genuinely don't know what the next steps are, but I'm going to read some more upon it. I'm going to follow that activist to Melissa Mays. You Melissa said her Mays. Name was. It's her and it's another young lady. Okay. Uh, uh, I forgot her. I didn't get the other girl's name, but it's two of them okay. who have been. And they want democracy now. Okay. That, that's the interview that I watched. Oh, that was, that was her. I watched it this yeah. morning. Yeah. That was the interview okay. I watched between all of them. And it was just was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, y'all, y'all, um, you know, first of all, pay attention to what's going on in Flint. And I know that it's, we have so many things that aren't direct mm-hmm. us, but I think this is a great example mm-hmm. of what could touch our families, could touch our communities, because mm-hmm. it is a blatant example of neglect for people that are not considered worthy mm-hmm. of basic human rights, including in, including fresh water, which the earth freely gives us. Mm. <laughs> it freely it, gives it to us. It is, it is for sure one of the more egregious things that, again, a, a government can mm-hmm. do or allow to happen to its citizens. What are we paying you for? What are we What are we paying taxes into? What are we doing? Like again, if you're gonna yeah. say, "Hey, it is illegal for y'all to dig your own wells. Mm-hmm. It's illegal for y'all to even ha- to, to to get your own source of water. Yep. It's absolutely illegal for y'all to do that." Yep. Um, but you're not making sure the water that you're sending us is okay. And we pay for it. And we pay for it. We pay taxes to go into the, the upkeep, the building and the upkeep of these systems. And then we pay for the actual water and the distribution to our homes. I'm, I'm, it, it's, it's a whole thing. Like the same way that they're okay with, with food deserts. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same way, but all right, y'all. One, mm. one thing I'll say oh, real really? quick. So I was talking to Pless Montgomery on Saturday. We went over to the Oak Cliff uh, mm-hmm. Farmer's Market, and mm-hmm. he was there. We got to catch up. And one thing he said that I thought 
was brilliant because he is fighting to have policy change so that there can be more neighborhood farms in South Dallas since we are a food desert down mm-hmm. here. So his thing is, well, fuck it. If y'all not going to give us any grocery stores, we'll, grow, we'll grow our own shit, right? We'll raise our own chickens. We'll we'll make sure that our people eat and we'll actually put the sweat equity into our farm. So he's mm-hmm. doing great work. But one thing he said to me was pretty much what you just said about how we pay into, you know, these, these tax, we pay these taxes into these systems and then don't get any benefit. And he said, at this point, it's taxation without representation. He's like, and that's never supposed to happen. And truth be told, I wouldn't be surprised if the money that we're paying into isn't really equally being dispersed towards us. Absolutely. I would not be surprised Absolutely. if they really like looked into it. Yeah. All the money that's being generated from our communities, I, it can't I be would one-to-one. not be surprised if a good amount of that money is going towards Highland Park. It can't be one-to-one. Going towards yeah. uh, South Lake Carroll yep. or going towards... But we, we don't have any insight into the pot. So, you know, that we we probably will never know, but every dollar I put in, how much comes back to, my to this neighborhood. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's we crazy. need to know. Yeah. All right, we're running over, so we want to hop into R. Kelly. <laughs> yep, let's go ahead and get to it. Sylvester. Uh, is that his real name? Robert Sylvester Kelly is his name. Yeah. I've never been a fan of the name <laughs> Sylvester. I just It just sounds Sly. old and just out of touch. Yeah, Robert. But again, shout out to my Midwest family, my Chicago family. Um, y'all, I mean, we all, I mean, well, truth be told, we all got old folks' names sometimes. That's, that's here you, nor there. Yeah, when you're named after somebody, you're probably <laughs> going to have an old name. <laughs> here nor there. Um, but yes, Robert Kelly uh, just received 30 years. 30 years Fed for his, case. Uh, yeah, his Fed case. So, and he's still awaiting trial for, uh, I think it's two more, mm. two more charges. Um, so with the Fed case, he got 30 years. Um one charge for racketeering, eight charges for sex trafficking, um, <laughs> found guilty. He's still awaiting trial for 13 charges for um, child pornography and obstruction of justice, and then 11 charges of sexual assault and abuse. Um, so, yeah, we probably won't be seeing him out on the streets again. Never. When after this 30 plus, whatever he gets for those other two, um, other two trials. But one thing I did want to talk about, and Uh I've been hearing a lot of back and forth about Mm -hmm. this. So a lot of people are like, you know, they gave him 30 years and -and so-and-so is still out. And while I do agree with, you know, but that goes back to what we were saying, like when all things are equal, when there's a black man with money and a white man with money and they're charged with the same shit, yeah, Kelly is getting 30 years. Yeah, he's getting that that 30 plus. Right, because at this point... (laughs) Money is like we know we got money, but now we got to do something like we have to do something because so many people have called for him to be taken off the streets. But what I kind of wanted to get your insight on and your thoughts and this is more of an opt in. Right. We got some facts, but I think this is more of a cultural Mm-hmm. community discussion mm-hmm. oh we about, definitely get it. we need to have a community yeah, discussion about, about how this was handled i'm i'm interested in this art or this line i've been hearing about well if he gets 30 years then those parents need to be charged with something too because they sent their kids in there kind of want your thoughts on that okay do i think um the parents should be charged I'm going to say I'm going to need more evidence to 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 go with it. Okay. I personally think the one thing is the parents for sure are guilty of. Mm-hmm. 
are ignoring um, the opinions and rumors and things that was being said about him. Okay. They are absolutely guilty of that. Because what I what I what I think is this: I think that with a lot of these parents um, who allowed their children to be with with R. Kelly or allowed them to be managed, tutled under his tutelage or whatever. Let me point out that. Kelly was smart. His team was smart in making sure that he got girls that were on the edge of 18. So he'd meet them like, you know, 17, right before they turned 18 and were considered grown. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to put that in there as you form your statement. Right. Well, for sure, that's the racketeering part. Yeah. This was an, a whole criminal organization mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that brought women to him. Yep. Like yeah, they it would go recruit. Yep. Yeah, these were recruiters. Mm -hmm. These were people who set up the hotel room. Yep. These were people who... You know, hey man, go give me some condoms. Okay, you 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 the condom guy. You go get the condoms, yeah. like you. But truth be told, the only thing I think they're guilty of is thinking that it couldn't be them. The parents. Yes, the okay. parents. Mm -hmm. It's like, and truth be told, there are a lot of people who are out there who are like that, mm -hmm. who will engage with criminals and be like, oh yeah, they not, they wouldn't do that to me. They wouldn't, it wouldn't happen to me. Yeah, I, I keep my daughter. You know, I, yeah, she talks yeah, to me. Yeah, she talks. She'll to me, tell yeah, me yeah. something going on. Or, yeah. or or or. or uh, it's all hearsay. It's all this and that. Like clearly, there's a whole tape with him having sex with Aaliyah. I'm not oh, yeah. Aaliyah, but having sex with that 14 year old girl. Yeah. It's already out there, and you still choose to put your daughter in that yeah. in in harm's way. So I just think that if anything, what I think is more of a. I don't think they should be charged, but I do believe that they are guilty of thinking it couldn't be them mm -hmm. or it couldn't happen to them. And that's, and, that's, and that's a lot of people. A lot of people, for the sake of money, for the sake of whatever, like, they'll work with certain people or do things with certain people and just be like, well, it wouldn't happen to me. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't happen to my daughter. It mm -hmm. It's not going to. He, it's not. Like, no. If anything, they're guilty of being stupid. Mm -hmm. They're guilty of being really naive. Um, but there's no charge for being guilty, for being naive or stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. and I mean, and, and the fact that, you know, so, you know, he may have met this, these girls at 17, right? They, they, they turn 18 and then they can make their decisions on their own. And it's like, you know, I hear people calling for these parents to be charged, but it's like, if my kid is considered legal, uh -huh. even if I know what's going on at that mm -hmm. point, right. And I'm telling my daughter, like, nah, you need to come back home. You need to stay away from that man. Uh -huh. If he's already got her mental, if he's already got her like in his web, which We've all been stupid for somebody. Mm -hmm, We've all been dumb for somebody. Especially at 18. At 18, you're trying to get a music career. A lot of them had, had you know, dreams of being in the industry. They wanted that celebrity life. They wanted to be famous. Right. And he's saying that, well, this is the way you get it. Right. This is the path through. I mean, we see the same thing with, with these colleges, right, and boys who want to make it to the NFL, like, we know that uh, we've heard of some of the things that these boys have had to do with coaches. Even if it's not a sexual thing, like the way that they have to sell their bodies off to these colleges mm -hmm. for three, four years sometimes to get a chance of getting invited to a combine. Mm -hmm. And so, I, sadly, I do think a lot of people are willing to make detrimental sacrifices because they want something so bad. It's It's... It's a combination. Well, I mean, shit. The truth be told, street terms, it's pimping. Oh, like yeah. I'm, I'm willing to either pimp, let myself get pimped, yeah. or let my children be pimped to uh, get what I want, to get whatever it is mm -hmm. that they want or whatever it is that I want. Mm -hmm. Now, what what I what I do think would stick in terms of them going to jail, uh, human trafficking, because some of them were actively helping 
their children maintain um, or move around and maintain themselves while they're with him. Mm-hmm. Like you're, if your child is under 18 and you're sending them money to, to support them in their musical career with, with, with Robert Kelly, you can't be like, well, I didn't know he was doing that. You probably, if, if those charges came upon you, 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 yeah. you gonna go to jail. Yeah. So, Cause that's and, neglect. At and, that and, point. I, and I think that, do I think the parents should go to jail? No. But if, 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 is there a case for some of them to go to jail? Absolutely. Now, now I, I agree with that. If you <laughs> if you knew what was going on and your child was under eighteen mm-hmm. and you allowed them to stay in that web. Uh huh. But but the thing about it is this: you ain't even gotta know. Like let's say let's say you sent your 16, 17 year old to be with R. Kelly. Uh, you helping them be there and be on this tutelage and you're helping and you're not it's unbeknownst to you what's even happening to mm-hmm. your child and the sexuality even then it doesn't matter well, it's you still can go to, at that point it's possible though. deniability but you still are a co-conspirator <laughs> with robert kelly even if you I, don't know if you're supporting it i, I, I think, don't think was, that sticks in court though like i, I don't mm. i don't think a jury would say oh well they didn't you know they didn't know but still i'm gonna send them to prison now and, and this is just me thinking of like what I've, would stick. I've seen people charged with lesser, like these these RICO cases, these cases in which we talk about like Young Thug and his whole his whole gang being put in prison, or mm-hmm. a lot of them being locked up. A lot of them didn't commit any any bad acts. Mm-hmm. And according to them, they were not even aware of the drugs or the violence or this or that. But because they're connected, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're claiming YSL on a song. Mm-hmm. They going to jail. So my thing is, if and especially because we're talking about racketeering, mm-hmm. racketeering is you're 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 enabling a criminal enterprise. But but you have to remember, everybody who got charged in this racketeering case actually knew they played a role. Like but, everybody that actually got a charge right. and was like convicted, right? They had an active role and knew of what of the what entire was scheme was. I, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm saying that yes, for sure in this. In, indirectly saying like but I think if, if, you if, knew, if it were to if, yeah. if, if it were if 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 were to ha- if it were to come down to it i think that there is so that's what we disagree on because mm-hmm. you don't think it's much of a case in that sense and i'm like nah i think it is a case even if they don't know what's happening to their daughters mm-hmm. there's still a case there and that that can that can be pinned on them if they're if they're if they're um if they're um actively contributing to mm-hmm. to it in some way shape or form yeah even out of ignorance, I don't. I to be told plausible deniability is a thing, but I'm trying to think. Um, again, I, I feel like I know more cases in which that didn't fly. Mm-hmm. Like you were part of it. Like parents are actively a part of it. So yeah, I, so and I I, I'm, I'm, I'm I thinking think it, back to yeah. a family member's case. Not right. it wasn't no essay shit. Like <laughs> let's be clear, but this was something where they got caught up. Because they knew someone who was like one of the major drug dealers in mm-hmm. LA. Mm-hmm. And this person in my family knew nothing about it, right? But he ended up getting caught up in it simply because he was considered guilty by association. So my family went through this for years. I'm talking from probably. And they really wanted to get your family oh, member. Oh, even though your family member was not connected to it he at all. He lost everything. He lost everything while we dealt with it. The only thing, the only thing that got him off was the fact that he was able to prove that, yeah, I know these people. I didn't know nothing about their business. What they business, were going on, though. yeah. I knew nothing about what they were doing. Like, yeah, we grew up together. Like, we're from the same neighborhood. Yeah. I got friends that I found out after they shut the business down, they were like, like moving real weight. Yeah, like, like they was outside. Jets. They was, oh. 
Yeah, it was there. My, it was, it like, was deep. One of the greatest mathematicians I've ever met in my life. I'm not going to call his name, but we met in elementary school. Mm-hmm. He's still dope to this. I shouldn't say that. Pun intended. <laughs> He's still cool to this day. Um, it's and I'm worse. just thinking, like, <laughs> damn, like, if that's the case, if I ever piss somebody off, like, I could potentially go to prison because I know these people, but I don't know anything about his bit. I didn't find out until way later what how he was making all this money and doing everything he um, was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I will agree in that if you, if you knew, if you even thought something was going on and you did not go check in on both sides, not only with your child, mm-hmm. but with the camp. And I, Hey, I'm gonna check, I'm gonna check things out. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, like, and I know this is my privilege speaking, like, so, so I do want to color, color this statement with that. If I had a child that wanted to be a singer <laughs> and they wanted to be mentored by someone who has who, a checkered past yes, or someone who has a questionable, the answer is going to be fuck no. Fuck that. But what? what I will do for you, young lady or young man, is I'll <laughs> get you a coach that I trust. Mm. That's, ama- that's an amazing vocalist, an amazing musician. And we'll go that route. They're going to be like, but he ain't got no Grammys. Like R. Kelly. R. Kelly got Grammys. He's nominated. Oh, Grammy nominated. My bad. Forgive <laughs> no, me. No, my friend. My, okay. my friend. He's oh, nominated. Okay, nominated. Okay, never <laughs> mind. Never, never, never mind. My right. bad. So, so, but, but again. He's my tears? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Nah. Because um, I fuck with too. But that, that, for me, I know that's my privilege speaking right. because like, you know, I can go pay for a vocal coach. Right. Right. But a lot of these parents, and again, we see it with. NBA, NFL, you know, sending your kids to these D1 schools, a lot of them are from impoverished backgrounds and mm-hmm. they see their kids' talent as a way out. Yeah. And a lot of times they're willing Ooh, to send their kids yeah. into harm's way because of it. Very valid point. And I think, like, that's that's a part of why I, I wouldn't necessarily want to put parents in jail because mm-hmm. for a lot of them, like, they... It's 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 like one of those things. Like if you're that poor, or if you come from such a poor background, you'll take that risk. Mm-hmm. You'll take that risk, and that's kind of it. Ain't got to do with R. Kelly, but it's just more so like black people in those situations have to take penitentiary chances yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like we sometimes we just got to put ourselves in a position where we do illegal shit just to get again, quote unquote, legal, mm-hmm. illegal. Because again, legality is in the minds of them. <laughs> We're not controlling that part. But my point is, like, we will do that sometimes yeah. because we're in those situations. The point I really want to kind of hone in on with R. Kelly specifically was that they used to keep him from getting the full life sentence. Because mm-hmm. that's what it came with. Um, and I think this is why he just didn't get straight out life versus uh, <laughs> versus the 30. 30 years mm-hmm. versus 30 piece. Um, the defense used the fact. That he was abused as a six-year-old That's and that they didn't classify him as a pedophile yep. from a, uh, I guess, like a, 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 a someone, a, a ther- therapist, they psychoanalyze mm-hmm. and it's like, he's not a pedophile. Yep. He doesn't like little kids, but it might be as a result of yeah. what he's dealt with as a kid, like yep. that power, that dominance, like he's just exercising what his action shows that he's exercising what he's experienced. Mm-hmm as a child or what happened to him as a child and I just was like that's the conversation that I think black people need to be having 100% not necessarily about R. Kelly for sure R. Kelly brings this part but that aspect is something that we we do need to discuss because a lot of our we can we can we can hate R. Kelly for sure I ain't mad at that at all but 
the issue still stands that when trauma, sexual trauma happens, it manifests itself in different ways. I mean, it's, we, we, we are just now realizing that that's why we beat our kids, right? was because of how we were treated as slaves in this country. (laughs) Like that has been passed down through the generations. Like this is why white people don't beat their kids, right? Because they were not beat. And so I think you're right. Crazy enough, I had a, a conversation with a good friend of mine just this Wednesday mm. who was the victim of incest in her own family when she mm. was a child. And we had a very open and honest conversation. And sometimes she's willing to, you know, talk to me about it. And I just let her talk, right? Because right. whenever someone like that opens up, you just kind of give them a platform. And so one thing that I, I gave her was very similar to what you just said was, you know, I absolutely believe your cousin needed to go to prison. Hell yeah. Mm. Absolutely. But I also feel like while he was in there, there should have been some work done on why mm-hmm. he even thought that was necessary to engage with mm. young girls like that. Mm. Some therapy for him. Like, let's get under the surface of 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 the sickness. Right. And right. not just the symptom. Right. Exactly. And, and I, I agree with you because and, and she doesn't know we never really got to the bottom of it. But I did tell her I was like, there had to be something there. Something yeah. went down. This is not excusing him for what he did. I'm right. glad he did his time. I'm mm-hmm. glad he did his time. But I also want him to come out a better person than he went in mm-hmm. because there was something in there for him that allowed him to sit down and talk to maybe even other men who mm-hmm. have been through that and who mm-hmm. have recovered and understood like, hey, this is why you act like this. This is why you act out this way sexually. And truth be told, if you've experienced that you need to be free from that. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be like, if you've been harmed again, sexually traumatized in that kind of way, like, yes, we need to lo- know more, but know more about it just for, for that sake mm-hmm. that if you're going to still be alive and functioning and eventually won't get out, out in the streets, it needs yeah. to be like, it needs some, some, some reprogramming yep. needs to happen. And the only yep. way you can reprogram somebody is if you understand how they came to be that That's way. That's it. That's so. it. So, well, we're going to keep watching um, Kelly's next two trials. Yep. Um, apparently, he's going to appeal. Um, so, we'll yeah. we'll see what happens there. Somebody, um, the, the, I, I should, I'm going to have to post this. I, I didn't want to post it, but, because I didn't want to make light of it, but there was a tweet of the week. I think I know which one you're about you know to say. About, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> versus, like, yeah, the verse. <laughs> that was so <laughs> did funny. I, did I post it? Did no, post a friend sent it to me. Okay. But, yeah, I that was funny. That shit was funny. I was like, yeah, we're going to never see a versus R. Kelly. No, we've, we've no, seen we the versus right now. Yeah. We're seeing R. Kelly, R. Kelly versus, versus State of Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> That's the versus we've seen. That was great. And he's not winning. Yeah, no, he, he losing There's no this win one. There one. He losing this but, yeah. one. Okay. Cool. All right, y'all. So, another black man um, killed at the hands of the police. So, um, mm-hmm. Akron. Um, Ohio. There was a shooting. Um, Sir Jalen Walker mm-hmm. um, was shot at over eighty times, I believe, and was shot sixty times. Sixty times, yes. By eight police officers that decided to spray bullets into him as he ran away. His direction, yeah. Um, to sum it up, and the the body cam uh, video was released, hence why there are all the protests going on in mm. Akron right now. But um, to sum it up, he was pulled over um, for what they said was a traffic violation. We don't see that on any camera, mm-hmm. but this is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulls over for a little bit and then takes off. They go on a chase for about four to six minutes and... Then he uh, 
is about to get out on the driver's side and he hears a cop, you know, say, hey, get out with your hands up. I guess that startles him. He closes the door back, exits the passenger, passenger side. side. Yep. And with a ski, with a mask, he had a mask yeah, on. Yeah, he had a ski mask on. He had, he had a gun in the car. He had a mm-hmm. weapon in the car. So there was something going on there, right? Yeah. But a lot of this, you could tell, was out of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decides to run. He chances it and decides to run. He's unarmed at the time. Um mm-hmm. They chase him for a little bit. I think they realize that they're not gonna catch this man because <laughs> he was out running. Oh, he was gone. He was he was he was running them down, and um and I shouldn't laugh, but it was just interesting that right, they right, got right. frustrated. And, and that's usually what happens. Yeah, they got frustrated because yeah. they couldn't catch him, and so they unholstered. They probably already had their weapons unholstered, so let me not say that. But they decided to just ring out and you hear on the body cam video just the amount of bullets, bullets that are being sprayed at this point you hear three officers yell out cease fire cease fire cease fire finally the the shooting stops and apparently they attempt to revive him i'm not sure how they thought he was going to survive any of that um but they said that he had 60 bullet wounds in him overkill so um one thing they also did, they did try to deploy a taser. Mm-hmm. Yes, In that's all right. fairness, they did try yep. to deploy. It didn't work. A taser, mm-hmm. but it didn't work because again, this man is on foot. It's it's that's the only thing I'll give them. I'll give them that that somebody tried to use a taser mm-hmm. first. I'll give them that. Outside of that, it's like fam. But imagine eight what? tasers versus eight guns. Like if all eight of y'all tried to dispatch a taser, somebody would have got them. Somebody would eventually connect. But my point is, a taser is what's is what's. Uh, appropriate. Yes, that is the Taser first. Is, yes, non-lethal. Is it's appropriate? Absolutely, it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, when someone is running, and again, they use a point in which I guess he kind of looked back as like a as like a point as like a a point of threat mm-hmm. for their life, which is why they shot him, mm-hmm. start to shoot. And this is like, fam, like, how do y'all? justify shooting someone so many times and they're running away away i'm like is it is it is it too much like right to just say hey he's out running us and shooting him would be more harmful to this whole like running away is not um i guess it shouldn't warrant getting shot no not in like, my opinion, at least. I, I mean, it reminds me of that one cop who 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 killed that black man, um, who was running away, and thank God somebody had recorded it mm-hmm. because he had lied about the whole situation. Yeah. Uh, and his body cam was off. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot who the brother was. Uh, who got killed? But yeah, so it's just like in that situation, um. This is why we still need to continue to have body cams. Mm-hmm. We need to still we need to see everything that's going on because again, some people be like, "Well, that's not enough. It's not doing." It. I'm like, "No, it's not necessarily. It's not going to stop them, but it at least gives us an understanding of how they're interacting with us." Yeah. So, um, I think it was legitimately overkill. It was definitely too much. Oh, 100 percent. It was not necessary. Yeah. It was unnecessary force. Yep. 100 percent. I don't. I mean, you know, uh, and my thing is, you know, y'all are supposed to be these highly trained tactical, you know, professionals. And I, I know that they train like, you know, if you shoot, you're shooting to kill, specifically if you're being threatened. But that was not a threat. And what I often never understand is, you know, why we go from one person trying to 
you know, dispatch a taser to eight people, you know, dispatching these lethal weapons and needing to shoot over 80 rounds off, hitting him 60 times. He, he, go ahead, sorry, go ahead, I'm sorry. And so, so, so it, it also takes me back to Uvalde, right? Where this armed, armed murderer is inside this school and you guys do nothing for an hour, over an hour. Yet here is this 25-year-old young man on foot running away from you, Mm -hmm. and you had all the balls in the world to shoot at him 80 times. And I'm not saying that, I don't know what he was into. The ski mask, I think he had 60 rounds in the car. He was into something. There was something going on. I'm not sure. They're they're alleging that he shot while he was in the car. Like He shot back, or he shot towards, or they heard a shot. There was like a picture... Where they were like, you see the flash? I'm like, that and flash it, don't look like it didn't look like that to me. But it, it, I wasn't there. But also the I'm so not trusting y'all. I'm sorry. When I'm still I looked not trusting at the y'all. other picture, the magazine wasn't even in the gun. So yeah, he had a gun, but I don't even think it was loaded. Like, cause they took a picture of it on the seat. Right. So unless he had another one that was loaded, or he he had you know one in the took, took yeah took the clip out after he yeah. shot that shot, which I don't know who would do that. I. I don't. I don't know. It's this. Yeah. It's 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 one of those things that that's that's creating more questions yeah. than answers. And it's like with y'all, it's like police have to understand this. Like if y'all shoot, if y'all are in an active pursuit, if y'all are in a in an active pursuit, um, you have to know that this person is trying to get away from you. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all are so bent on um, justice. <laughs> catching the bad guy <laughs> that y'all are willing to shoot um unarmed people mm-hmm. and again the man was unarmed so as much as you might want to be like well we thought we thought we thought yeah, they said they they thought he was grabbing at his waistband as he was running um, um but again and, and then there'll be there'll be people on the right side where well, he shouldn't have ran he shouldn't have done he shouldn't have done it it's like well when you're not, when you're dealing, when you don't when run, you, they'll shoot you. When you don't run, they'll shoot you. Because I'm pretty sure, let's say, let's let's say he stopped the car and he got out. Mm-hmm. There's still no guarantee that his life would have been spared. Yeah. In that situation, it's no guarantee. I'm sorry. There's just no guarantee that yeah. they would have not killed him, That's even real. if he would have responded appropriately. Again, they have shot children for lesser. That's that is that is they very have li- real. Literally shot kids mm-hmm. for lesser. So, yep. sorry, fam. Like uh, the man was trying to preserve his life a little bit longer, potentially because he could have ended sooner than yeah. that. Yeah, he was and, he was willing to go to jail. Sounds like he just didn't want to be killed. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. So. Well, so Akron, they are absolutely on um, high alert with the protests. Um, one thing I thought was interesting is they canceled their Fourth of July celebration well, for the city. Good riddance. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, you know, we just can't in good, you know, in good conscience have like a big celebration given what our city is going through. So right. definitely, mm-hmm. like, he was a very young man, twenty five years old. To them, as well as the people who are on the ground right now fighting, yeah, uh, fighting for change to happen in their city. Hundred percent. Because again, the Midwest. For sure, is one of the worst places for Black people in terms of like police violence. Hundred percent. So, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace to to Jalen Walker, yeah. and I hate that we have to say that again. Um, but yeah. you know. so. so cool, my heart. Well, these whack ass politicians are politicking um, all over our rights. Uh, this is um, <laughs> this is some um, this is for sure. We 
some Handmaid's Tale shit that's that's happening. Yeah, it's it's like Handmaid's Tale mixed with like some dystopian futuristic. Um, no, make the point that you no. the point that you were making earlier was very valid. Continue with yes. Wait, what what point? The point that you were talking about with them basically trying to take advantage of oh. of a situation that they yeah. could have fixed. Yeah, that yeah, point. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like oh, oh god, it's it's so bad. It's uh. It's stirring the pot, walking away, and then bringing somebody over to say, "God damn it! Look at this pot stirring. Look at this. Yeah, let me help you. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me unstir it." So, so <laughs> you you mentioned handmaiden, handmaiden tale, and dystopian. Like, so that is my favorite genre of novels of literature, right? My favorite that. genre, and I feel like I am. I was made for a moment as such because I've like written read so much Octavia Butler so mm-hmm. much Anne Rand so mm-hmm. much like George Orwell like mm-hmm. and so when I when I listen to what's going on in the world around us I'm like these people were before their time like these authors were before their time y'all if you are not reading specifically black sci-fi black dystopian writers and authors please do mm-hmm. They were prophesying before we knew they were prophesying. Right. Like it's it's really interesting some of the stuff that I read as a kid and how it's coming into fruition. So our topic really is politicians and the way that they're responding responding to the Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. strike down. Mm-hmm. So the day of, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. news came down on Monday. Mm-hmm. I mean on Friday, I'm sorry. The day of I started getting text messages from politicians, campaigns. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, hey, we really need to fight for our rights. All we're asking is you donate ten dollars, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, so that you know I can go back to D.C. and fight for fight your for right you. to get an abortion safely in this country. And I'm thinking, didn't we actually a few weeks ago, like when the opinion was leaked, to, to go, go ahead in and there make a and decision? codify mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade into law? Didn't we? We were calling for this, but y'all sat on your asses and you did nothing. And now that it's been overturned, and I know this is political strategy. I, I know there is someone in that camp that was like, nah, sit on it. Because when it is overturned, this gives us a platform for our next campaign. It does. No, no, no. This that, is what mm. we run on. And so I am, I am disgusted, y'all. And I shouldn't be because I know this is America. Like, I should not be disgusted. I should not be dis- surprised. But the calls for money, and these are not just politicians, these are some of the politicians that I know personally Mm. that I thought were like better than this, showing their asses. I'll say this. I think that, let me say this first. It does take money to operate. And their and their political action committees on the right, like they pulling in bank, they pulling in bread. That's fair. So for sure... I'm not mad at them asking for money. Not mad at it, per se. The issue is more of the point that you're making that I have. Like, 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 if y'all knew this was down the line, y'all saw this as an opportunity for a political strategy. Yeah, like you, y'all, you y'all want, so you y'all want them to do it mm-hmm. so that y'all can be like, look at them. Yep. Look at how bad they are. Yep. Look at how fucked up they are. Yeah, give it's me like, money and send me back to Washington. And so that's I can the part fight. that makes it look tacky. Yep. Asking me for money, like asking for money, not mad at it. Again, takes money to operate, not mad at that. But coupling that with your outrage 
oh, is the part that kind of makes us like kind of have a bad taste in our mouth concerning y'all. Yeah, no, that and I, and I agree. I understand that like the way our political system is set up in this country, you gotta have bread. You gotta pay to play, you baby. Gotta That's have some bread. pimp shit. Yeah, and this and <laughs> this is why the people who represent us are the people who represent us because a lot of them have either great net wealth net worth themselves oh. or they're in a position where their family their friends right. their networks have a lot of money and can like put them on so 100 percent agree with that but i agree in that the timing was trash as fuck it was trash like the news comes down reverend warnock was the first text message i got all I, like is for 15, I like Warren. I like Warren. I worked on his campaign. I was I, <laughs> I was disgusted. Like all the text, the first sentence said, "All I'm asking is fifteen dollars." I'm thinking, yo, y'all are trash. Y'all are trash because I already know what it was about. It was it, it was about we know this is about to happen, and I know for a fact the strategist, the PR person, the communications person. The 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 um, statistician, all of them sat around putting up a, a communications plan right. in order, so that when that decision came down, and they couldn't be sure when it was coming, but they knew it was opinion it was on the season. Way, for right. sure, it was opinion season, and so here's our trigger. Once it comes down, here's what we're going to do. Not only this this submit our like our boost in donations, but it also puts us out front that hey, elections are around the corner. <laughs> I'm going to go to D.C. and fight for you. What they didn't say was, hey, I was already in D.C. when that draft opinion came down. Mm -hmm. And I could have been on the right side of history then mm -hmm. and fought to codify mm -hmm. Roe v. Wade into law. Get rid of the goddamn filibuster, which it should have been gone. Should have been gone. And, and, and do what was right in that moment. But why do it now when I can wait and get more money and probably a better political uh, position for a midterm election that's coming up? That's the that's that part. Y'all are playing y'all are playing political chess in a way that gets gets them gets them crowned, but crowned at what expense? Mm -hmm. What is the expense that that comes with y'all not codifying Roe v. Wade just to gain political points? Like the thing is, liberal pundits like they make points about. Um, Stop. That's good. good. They've made points about like um, uh, conservatives want to own the libs. They just want to make them look bad and 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 really one up them. Like and it's like it's really not about that. Y'all are falling into their game trying to do that. Yeah. Like y'all are banking on us being so outraged that just massive change happens. I.e., massive money mm -hmm. comes to y'all. Mm -hmm. Y'all banking on that, but that's not what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like these people. These people have a very direct agenda. Someone pointed out that this is one of the few things that Trump did not lie about. Trump knew that a lot of his funding was coming from like con 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 Christian conservativeship and a lot of what they wanted mm -hmm. to do was overturn Roe v. Wade. Yep, he promised it. And he did. He, yeah. He put like these people, Brett Kavanaugh, the other uh, two Supreme Court justices that he appointed, th they have... They have been, um, they were, they have been reared mm -hmm. to, 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 to do these things. Yep. Like it's already, it was already in the plans for them to do what they were doing when mm -hmm. they actually got there. Mm -hmm. 
That's why we be t- when I say this, I mean and I, I reiterate this point every time that their system is very deep. Their system is very organized. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what they're doing. They know what 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 their agenda is. Like they know that. Like yeah. and again, again, the coup, the January sixth insurrection was just a tip of the iceberg in terms of the planning, in terms of like that hierarchy. Mm-hmm. They're willing to go through the entire process. They're willing to have a 20 year plan yeah. to get what they want. Even if the majority of the population doesn't agree with it, yeah. they're okay with the majority of us not fucking with it. They want minority rule. It's always been that. Yeah. It's always been that. That makes sense. So the re that's part of why the filibuster, they, they still want the filibuster to be intact because even though their opinions and their, their perspectives on things are in the minority, they still need to feel like they have a voice. Mm. So, it's funny because when when we talked about this, uh, we talked you when we when you initially sent it to me, it was like oh the politicians' responses. I kind of end up leaning more towards the law, mm-hmm. <laughs> the lawyers' uh, responses to this, and they had some very interesting things okay. to say about all of this. Mm-hmm. So, two valid points um, that they were making. Um, their sources. <laughs> Are third like when Alito wrote his piece on it to support um, their decisions for mm-hmm. overturning it, their references were like from the 13th century. Oh, the judges. The judges. Okay. Sorry, the judges. I, okay, I was like, which lawyers? So uh, was, yeah, the okay. judges. It, it, but the lawyers were the lawyers that I that I was like looking at and their perspectives on. They just broke down like okay. what arguments, what cases they used to argue for their support of overturning Roe v. Wade. Got it. Okay. So a lot of it. Was shit from the from 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 the 13th century. A lot of the shit was from way back when. Like, like scarlet there, letter there, shit. Yeah. It is. So one specific thing, um, the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment historically <laughs> um, actually gave bodily autonomy to slaves mm-hmm. or to former slaves, mm-hmm. and he. I guess when he. Uh, I guess the way that they worded it. They worded it in a way to where they took a lot of those arguments. Um, sorry, it's hard for me to word it because it was a lot of political, a lot yeah. of uh, law jargon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, what they ended up doing was using again. This is this is a better example. One of the uh, to support. Their perspective, uh, for again for overturning Roe v. Wade, they use a statute that actually occurred before women could even vote. Okay. <laughs> so it was like y'all are quoting, um, on I mean, law was made when women couldn't even vote. And which law was that? I forgot specifically which one it was. Which one did they but say? But you said it was part of the Fourteenth Amendment. It was part of the Fourteenth Amendment. Okay. But it was like a portion of it let me look and see what's in it was the 14th a portion amendment. of it because the 14th amendment also talked gave citizenship to mm-hmm. those born here yes and i'm i made a point in a blog about clarence thomas whack-ass like he's trying to overturn the 14th amendment which really is the only reason he is a citizen because when you think about it like the slave label came from the mother right and so if she'd never gotten citizenship the rest of us that are here now 
really would not have citizenship Absolutely in this country. Not. So I thought it was interesting that he used that in his arguments, mm -hmm. given your black ass is only able to even be a citizen and sit on that court because of that amendment. Mm -hmm. Like that is the amendment that allowed natural born people in this country, whether you were a slave, whatever, like regardless of color, you could, you had citizenship you and had that citizenship. gave you the rights mm -hmm. that other citizens had, mm -hmm. including mm -hmm. body autonomy, the pursuit mm -hmm. of happiness, you know, the own, all of that shit. So let me look up the 14th amendment. Cause I'm interested in, in which portion they used. So, and this is the point that I was making as well, um, in regards to this, and this is my last point on it, but, um, The thing is, what they want to do is they want to put it back in the state's hands. Mm -hmm. That's a part of the whole kind of process. Like, this is a part of their plan. They're taking, they're saying, we're going to give it up to states. We're going to, <laughs> we're going to give up the responsibility. Like, it's basically, we're going to wash our hands of it. Mm -hmm. We're going to wash our hands of the decision and put it on the states. But they're also... <laughs> changing um the voting rights act they're they're basically weakening weakening the voting rights act of 1965 so that the people who are in those states can remain in power so that they can make decisions that lean more towards a conservative um perspective okay so it's like basically they're allowing states states to do their bidding like they're being told and I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure they're being told by political by their conservative political action committees to say, hey, change this to where it's in the state's hands and we and they'll take it from there. Mm -hmm. okay. And that's what's happening. And, 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 and they're OK with it. And they're saying that the elected representatives, we want to make it to where it makes it easier for them to remain in power, even if they again, they are the minority in their states. Mm -hmm. We want to give them more power, even if they're the, they're not in the majority. So it's like it falls down in that way. Like it just it works out in that kind of way. You 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 talked about their organization. Like I have always said that these motherfuckers played a long game. Absolutely. They are willing to like sit down and strategize the most evil shit. And it'll be a 50 year plan, but they will stick with it and they'll put all the pieces in place to make sure that, all right, here's the plan. Even if I got some setbacks, uh -huh. like we are still on this track. Cause they have been trying to overturn Roe v. Wade since it went into law. Mm -hmm. And I think what was it? 73. No, yeah. And so yeah, 50 years they've been after this mm -hmm. and they are, they are willing to play that long game. Like Trump told us what he was going to do and he did it. Mm -hmm. He put them people on the court and told, told them their marching orders. Mm -hmm. And we saw it come to fruition. I'm going to look more into this, but another um, case that they use to support them overturning Roe v. Wade actually comes from a time when they directly wanted more white women to have children. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look more. I'm going to figure out what case that exactly, what exact case that was mm -hmm. that they used to justify it. But that case that they used is connected to some eugenic shit. Okay. And it was just like, it's kind of wild that, again, those same arguments, they're able to use those same arguments now to justify their reasoning for a lot of, for just the Roe v. Wade stuff. But they're going to be using a lot of, a lot of those old court cases yeah. um, to justify their, their new actions, like the actions that are coming up. And truth be told, they also, the lawyers had also pointed out um, that they just, they play both sides of it. Like, for example, they'll say that, hey, um, we're using this case from x amount of years ago to support our uh support our support 
this decision that mm-hmm. we're making. Mm-hmm. But in other cases, they'll literally say that this case can't be used because it's so far it's so far in the past. God. It doesn't reflect where we at now. And it's like a lot of this shit doesn't, but y'all have already made those cases. The Constitution cases. doesn't. Like, can we so, talk about how they wanted it rewritten every 20 years? Even <laughs> even the militia part, like the the militia part, mm-hmm. like the basis for that had to do with the fact that whence the uh, the right to to be a well-regulated mm-hmm. militia, like mm-hmm. that came as a result of when they ended up going off to war and there were still a lot of slaves in the South at that time, they needed to make a law to where white men could still create a militia to keep that intact. The slaves intact, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I just, I. Like, it didn't I, have anything to do with guns and now and what we're doing now. Like, it had to do with just, just maintaining so that. It, like, all these connections are so loose. Like, because I'm, I'm looking at what you're talking shit. about. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's because, you, you and you said it, that document does not rightfully reflect the times that we live in no and when it when it was written right you have to remember that the forefathers literally talked about how this document should be written rewritten for every generation Mm -hmm. so that it makes sense for the generation that it will constitute Mm -hmm. like we have not rewritten this document i wasn't even allowed to have anything and these things are still taking precedence to this day it's it's crazy that the supreme court is there to to and it's not yeah uphold but also um their their job is to what do you say it like um interpret Mm -hmm. the constitution right Mm -hmm. and and the the rights that are supposed Mm -hmm. to be there for all american citizens when it does not adequately reflect the population the demographics that have changed drastically Mm -hmm. since that Mm -hmm. constitution was pinned or just even the times that, that we're in. And so I, I just find it crazy that, like, you know, they're pulling on this historic document and then pulling on these cases that really have little to no bearing with to, where we are right today, now. My last point on this. Mm-hmm. Look up uh, Sir Matthew Hale. <laughs> he was quoted and cited when they were defending, um, again, their decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. and he was responsible for witch burnings. But a case, or a case, or two cases that he uh, presided over um, were being used in this, and it's just crazy that, yes, that mm. he was also responsible for, like, witch burnings. Oh, God, he was a Puritan. Now. Good yeah. God. Yeah, so... Yeah. Y'all, this is some wild shit we entered into, and there are they are they they we already knew that they full of shit, but we know now to the extent yeah. that they're full. We're we're learning more lawfully, um, to what extent they're full of shit. So yeah. All right. So. So the border update. Border update. Uh, specifically the Mexican border, because we got mm-hmm. a lot of things happening with mm-hmm. immigrants and migrants right now, but we want to talk about. Since we are in Texas, you know, what's going on with the Mexican border. Um, so a couple of things that came down this week. Um, <laughs> the Remain in Mexico program uh, can officially end. So that was a Trump era program mm-hmm. that said, hey, if you're a migrant coming. You're from, asylum seeker. <laughs> yes. If you're an asylum seeker and you got caught and it went to trial, you had to remain in Mexico. Um a lot of people remained on the edge of the border right there. But you have to remain there while your mm-hmm. court was your court case was being worked out in America. So on Democracy mm-hmm. Now, again, another fantastic show. Y'all, it's 10 minutes a day. Watch it. It's great. Um, Love it. 
there was a woman who had um who had come over she was an asylum seeker mm-hmm. she was able to you know find mm-hmm. refuge and i hate to say that um here in america <laughs> like, i mean shit. But, i mean i guess it must be i mean it's bad where y'all at but, but it's it's, it's but, uh, yeah and, and you better i just keep your keep your head down here yeah, if you're making this no, out of here i agree i if you can get over and just and just you know not be detected that's great but she talked right. about her experience at the border and how just terrible it was, especially as a woman. Mm-hmm. And she talked about how, you know, there were assaults not only from, you know, other asylum seekers, but sometimes from the border guards mm-hmm. and, you know, the military personnel that was down there. So she talked about how she saw a lot of sexual assault and ab- abuse and, you know, how people would go without food, without shelter, without water, mm-hmm. attempting to remain close to the border, close mm-hmm. enough so that if they got their number called, you know, then they they could, they could come over. So um, the Supreme Court did um, rule that that program can end. It'll probably remain in place for the next few weeks. But I am interested in what happens now. Like, are we going back to, yeah, you can come over, but I'm going to put you in this holding facility, you know, uh, and we saw what happened there, right? (laughs) Yeah, we were seeing little babies in cages. We were seeing children in cages, women. mm -hmm. So, and we were talking about it last week. We saw women getting... um, uh, being forced to be sterilized, like given hysterectomies, right? Doctors were down there sterilizing Mexican that's women. That's wild. That mm-hmm. is, that's not kind of, that is wild. But, but we, what we just talked about, right? Like making sure that demographic balance stays in order. Well, if I'm going to let you in, it's, it's, at least it's, you ain't going to be able to procreate. That's the thing. Like it shouldn't have, that shouldn't even, like that's just, that's like, what we talking about again, like stuff that just makes us be like, oh, this is crazy. This is wild. It can't be real. This, this is, can't be real. This life. can't be real. This can't, this can't, like people who are seeking asylum. I can see, I understand now with Americanism, mm-hmm. like y'all not letting them in, but y'all are sterilizing people. Yes. That's, that's kind of wild. Like that's why, and, and I'm pretty sure it's either not with their consent or heavily coerced. Yes. It, Definitely like, yep. well, if you want to come over here, you got to be sterilized. <laughs> and some people are like, you know what? If I have to, I will. Well, and maybe maybe that's the the ultimatum they they're being given, right? Like it's almost like a plea deal. Yeah, that's like wild you do shit. this for me, and this is what I'll do for you. I I'm okay. So it's a few things with this. One, I've all I've always said said this. It's 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 along the same like ideas of abortion. Mm-hmm. Again, you cannot prevent abortions. Mm-hmm. You can only prevent safe, safe abortions. Yes. Same way with 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 people who are traveling migrants who are traveling here you cannot uh stop migrations mm-hmm. you cannot stop that you can only stop safe migrations because <sighs> people are still going to yeah. want to come people are going to st- people are still going to want to uh flee <laughs> from their environments from these situations mm. um so that's there's that part yep uh yeah um it it's, well, it's a lot. And, and talking about safe, right? So that leads us kind of into the next point with the the tragedy in San Antonio that I think it was originally 49 deaths. Um, you made a point earlier mm-hmm. that that has risen to 53. Um, these people died of heat exhaustion, heat stroke. Um, so the one of the smugglers um, arrested, by the way, I want to point that out. But he spoke out and was like, oh, I didn't know the AC unit was was out in the trailer. That's what he said? That, this is what he said. So, you know, for him, he's like, yeah, I knew I had people back there. Absolutely. 
But they had AC as far as I was concerned. I didn't know the unit Terrible. had gone out. Terrible. And and so yeah, I mean it 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 points out it points to exactly what you were pointing out that if there's no safe pathway and I'm in a dire situation, I'm gonna take that chance I'm and take get in that, that trailer. I'm gonna take that risk. And things like this will become even more prevalent mm-hmm. if you take every safe pathway from people to find asylum, to find a better life for right. what they could, they, they, I guess they hope will be a better life here in this country mm-hmm. for them and their families. And, and it's sad because you are taking away people's safe choices, which should be a right, a human right mm-hmm. to be able to find safety in doing the things that you need to do for yourself, for your pursuit of happiness. Like if we talk in constitutional rights, right? Mm-hmm. Like I should be able to pursue my happiness mm-hmm. in a safe way. Mm-hmm. If you are taking those pathways away, then there may not be a, you know, air conditioned in summer Texas heat. In a heat wave, by the way, I want to point out that that week that those people died, Texas was under an extreme heat warning. Do I believe that they actually had AC in there? No. There may have been a unit. He wasn't going to turn it on and waste his gas, though. Yeah, I'll be all right. That's a a metal a metal container that the that's like being in an oven. Yeah. Can you imagine? Everyone's breathing body heat. Ooh, Ooh. Plus the the heat radiating off of that metal that you're sitting in. Yeah. I I can't even imagine what the temperatures got to in there. Like think about how your car feels after it's been sitting and on And you got windows. And you got windows. But that's a metal car, right? Which is one of the reasons it's it heats up the, the way heat. that it it's does. It's absorbing the heat from the outside. Yep. But there is there is no um, there is no way for that heat to to escape unless you open the door. So it is taking all of that on y'all. I that was probably a very harsh death for those people. Terrible death. They literally baked to death yeah. in that trailer. Are and you- the ones that did make it out will probably have some type of brain damage. You know, the ones that died at the hospital couldn't be saved because because of their damage already done to their organs. Like, that's crazy. I can't imagine just living and watching it. Like, you just like if you lived the few people who actually lived, Mm -hmm. it's like you had to see the whole process. Yeah, I can't imagine it. But yeah, again. So, y'all, four people have been um, have been arrested. Um for for this smuggling case um we'll we'll see what happens we'll i don't see. you know i don't think they've released the names of mm-hmm. of the suspects yet um but i'd be interested to see how they're going to um going to handle this given the people that were hurt um mm-hmm. we can go back to the flint situation mm-hmm. we know certain people just don't have high precedence when it comes mm-hmm. to finding justice mm-hmm. um you know for them so so we'll you know we'll i know this is probably the third time that we've touched on this but this is one that I think we need to Keep, continue, continue following to up on, yeah. um, because these these things set the precedent for things that will come down the pipeline later. Like we know, other things will happen, um, and we'll see how they handle this. So um, about America's birthday today, like I I don't feel no way about it. I don't feel a mother <laughs> man. Okay. I slept in. I ain't do shit. I, 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 I slept in too, but July 4th, it's just more so like now, I think as an adult, mm-hmm. and we know more so about what's, what's, what, what, like we just know more history. Mm-hmm. Like, 
we are more aware of <laughs> what America is. Uh, the contradictions is probably like the best word that yeah. I can use to like sum it up. Yeah. It's like it's a big contradiction. Like y'all can't sit up here and have us celebrating the freedom and us becoming an independent nation. Basically what you're saying is America is now free mm -hmm. to be harmful to other people. Mm -hmm. Like July 4th signifies America's freedom to fuck up other people. Yeah. Yeah. In their own way. The people who came here, they were fleeing uh, religious, religious persecution, persecution Shut and up. Uh, fleeing uh, taxation without representation and not being fully um, considered mm -hmm. and all, all these things in which their rights were being infringed upon, all of this. And, and it's like, how now. the fuck do y'all leave a place under those premises and then do the same thing to another group? And worse. And worse. Yeah. As you were talking, I was thinking, well, yeah, we got that. We got that. We got the taxation without. We have the religious persecution. We we have all the things that we were supposed to be leaving behind right here in this country at a greater and exponential uh -huh. level. Right. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I will never adhere to it. I will never ever. Um, I'll take it as a day off for sure. But I'm, yeah. I work for myself, so this yeah. isn't no, this sorry. isn't nothing that different for me in that sense. But it's this is one of those things where it's like America, y'all need to just 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 take some time to take inventory, which y'all won't, which y'all yeah. haven't. And truth be told, because y'all haven't taken inventory on how y'all are again just the. Uh, funniness of this we're talking about the freedom of mm -hmm. america yet we have a government that just took away the freedom of a woman's yes. choice yes guns how, have more freedom than women how much sense does that make how much sense does that make y'all we have a supreme court who has okayed um states regulating women's bodies mm -hmm. and what they do to their bodies mm -hmm. and again if you on if you're on one side or the other it doesn't it doesn't matter because again there's no choice in it. Yeah. You can have a perspective on it, but you do have to acknowledge that what this did was absolutely tell women that they don't have that choice. Absolutely. It, and again, it would make more sense if America, which is one of the richest countries could actually support these babies and these children. Every state, this is a point that, that I realize, but every state that is overturning, uh, or that's setting laws um, against women's choices. They're not setting up any laws to where they're expanding Medicaid. No. They're not expanding um, uh, parental leave yep. <laughs> from work. Yep. They're not expanding any of these things. Yep. Just like and they're, they're some of the poorest states in the country. Yes. Just, so not only are you forcing women to have children that they can't care for, mm -hmm. your state won't even regulate money or 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 the put resources money up to say you know what if you can't support that baby we will how do y'all say that women have to have these children and then y'all can't even provide enough food for them like ain't no Similac, formula ain't no ain't formula no, yeah. it's it's like it's it's the wildest shit ever it it is it's i mean no health care no maternal leave no none of that no so when you when you think about what has happened here the only thing that has actually changed is you have put the lives of mothers children 
and I would go so far as to say fathers mm -hmm. in danger. Again, it was a tweet that I that we posted on there, and it had to do with the fact that men they're taking they're taking our choices too. We don't have a choice in the matter either. If I got somebody pregnant, yes, I yep. don't have a choice in that either. Yep, I, she has to have it. Have you seen the the? So Google, of course, you can go look at like what people are googling most, what mm -hmm. people are searching. The day Roe v. Wade was overturned, apparently vasectomies searches went up because men, I guess, start saying. All right, well, if my girl, if my wife, you know, can't have an abortion, I'm the only one left with a choice here. It is reversible, by the way. Some, you, you know what's funny? Some people are saying that, like, why, why isn't that happening? Like, why aren't we regulating men's bodies either? Oh, why I mean, are we not regulating? I mean, happy July 4th. Happy July 4th. Happy July 4th. There is no regulation of men's bodies, but there are plenty of regulations for women's bodies. And from, it's like from having babies to what we wear, it has always it been is, rules that women have had to follow. It is and how we carry it's our bodies. Like, who's free? We talking about half the population, mm -hmm. which is women. Like who's free? Yeah. Who's really free? Like, again, we already knew what it was for black people. Three-fifths compromise. Well, not three-fifths compromise, but three-fifths a person. Mm -hmm. That was uh, we already know. Yeah. We, we already know all that. But, like, yeah. They're, they're only infringing more so on, like, they're, they're, they're becoming more and more, they are, they are lessening the freedoms of more and more of the quote-unquote minority mm -hmm. groups, or at least the less dominant group. Let me say that. Yeah. Because, again, us together, black people, women, if black people and women, no matter what color, and, and gay people, mm -hmm. if we all voted a certain kind of way, we outnumber everybody. We have it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. If minorities, gay people, and women, <laughs> it'd be again, that includes white women, yeah. that includes white gay men, yep. if we all came together, then... We, we we are the we are the majority it, yep in america but, but yeah we are not as organized but but so one one thing that came out about this whole situation and i, I have to look up the woman's name who said it but she was like yeah i'm you know i'm pro-life and you know although i don't believe you know a woman should have the right to choose an abortion i do believe that she can control you know the amount of semen she takes into her body and this woman flat out Put it on when I've had I've had another man in my DMs talking mm. about well you know it really just sounds like y'all are irresponsible and not having safe sex you know and and if that's the case and just do better and so this is pretty much what this woman was saying that you know as a woman you just need to make better decisions about what man you are letting ejaculate inside of you again and how many men you're allowing again it ain't that that's outside the point that's beside the point fam like you really trying to make this point but it's not that's not the point like the point has always been freedom freedom like that's, fam that's the whole brand like, of this country I, I, again i guarantee you that if i were to say first of all as black men we have to be extra sensitive about this because truth be told there's a history of buck <laughs> a bucking uh, in yeah. which black men have been used yeah. to oh he's strong we're forcing him to have sex with women mm -hmm. with multiple women so that he can produce strong slave children yep yep like bodily autonomy doesn't just deal with women like they there's a history us. of breeding black yes. men yep because again would. they weren't thinking about black we like le legitimately somebody said that <laughs> 
they want they want women to be the Uber drivers for these fetuses. Yeah. It was funny, but it was very a very dark joke. Yeah, no, but that's real. That's that's a good way to put it. Like you're just the vehicle. You're just the vehicle. Yeah. You're just the Uber driver. Once you, you drop just... the passenger off, yeah. good luck. Raise them to eighteen, and then we got them. Keep it moving. You know, yeah. So, but yeah. So, so I'm I'm with you there, and oh, yeah. I, I so. I've heard a lot of um, jokes, right? Because you know we <laughs> this is this is the way black people deal with hard situations. We inject it with humor. Yeah. And she, like we have to laugh. We're gonna like, get these we, jokes off because yeah. we can't do nothing else sometimes <laughs> we we have to laugh and so you, oh i think of another it's another tweet um uh, um the tweet with usher uh oh, says she's three months pregnant and she keeping it and then the gop was like this nigga spitting <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i gotta find that one i'll send it to you i, I was uh, gonna post it on the thing no please like, uh, no that's a good one post it post it it's racy but it's good it's racy but it's good i'll send it i'll post it on the um, uh, green route podcast but yeah. don't judge us <laughs> so so the lady's name who, who said that she's a uh, carrie ann Lizenby, mm-hmm. and she's from uh, Utah, mm-hmm. um, but she's a Republican, and she talked about controlling the intake of semen. And so I've had several people, who, yeah, wanted to uh, wanted to argue with me about that. But I, I do want to point out, like, shout out to the men who have been fantastic allies. Like I have watched a lot of my friends um, ask, "How can they help? What can they do?" including mm-hmm. going so far. I have one friend who literally hit me and was like, oh, no, I'm just going to get a vasectomy because we're done having kids. Me I'll, and my wife are done. I'll say I'll say this for sure. I, I, let, me, let me big up my, my, my brothers. There have been a lot of black men, more than I, and there were, again, there ain't been a lot. Let me say that. Let, let me take the a lot part about. But I will say that more than I expected, mm-hmm. like posting things in support of women mm-hmm. and their rights. Yeah. And I just was like very, I was like, yo, we, yeah. we, we because it's not respected for me that is a choice that me and my partner should be able to make together that is not something for any judge to Mm -hmm. tell me whether or not i can do Mm -hmm. my partner and it you have literally in a partnership whether y'all are together just Mm -hmm. fucking around and you just happen to get pregnant you have literally taken away a decision that will change a bunch of lives and not Mm -hmm. even just those two parties that you know, the, the parents, the other children of those people, mm-hmm. like you have no idea the trajectory of this person's life. And because they're pregnant now without a choice, everything could change for them. And and for me, that makes me pretty emotional because I know what I want for my life. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that having a child right now is not in my deck of cards. Right. It's not something on my agenda. And I'm not saying it would never be, mm-hmm. but I do know that at this point in my life, given what we're building together here, what I'm, you know, what I'm doing mm-hmm. externally, a child is just not, it's, it, it's not something it's not that I want right now. So I, I, I 100% get that. So, so yeah, my point, my last point about this is this, that with America, yes, um, I'm sorry for us to celebrate y'all's freedom. <laughs> like, not only do we have a history of references so that y'all are not are not mm-hmm. okay with everyone else's freedoms mm-hmm. while here, y'all y'all have shown that only only freedoms that are legitimately protected are white men's freedoms. Straight, cisgender, Christian, white, white men. Though those are the only those are the only people who I mm-hmm. feel like can 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 enjoy July Fourth without any real uh, emotional or mental burden. Yeah. Yeah. That's, how that, that's it. 
Sorry, they, fam. Oh, that's they was it. out with their American shirts on this weekend. I saw a bunch <laughs> of them, big bellies and uh, flags. You know, and you know what? I um, I mean, you know, hey, you know, celebrate it while you have it. Eat your because, hot dogs, your cancer causing hot dogs, and um, yeah, just yeah, because this is gonna be this is about to be some uh, y'all y'all are in for a rude awakening. Yeah. So, because y'all don't realize that y'all are stirring a pot, and this pot has to do with multiple groups that don't have the same access as you. So, and multiple groups, y'all, that um, have wealth in other ways. Yeah. So I'm gonna say move around and find you something safe to do. Yeah. Um, because I think y'all are, I think y'all are starting to realize that. People are waking up. There is a really great awakening going on in this country. Mm -hmm. And it's not just minorities anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not just women anymore. It is the people who realize that, like, shit, I've been taking advantage of, too, but I was told I was better because I was white. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing, like, well, shit, hold on. I ain't been treated no better (laughs) than than everybody else. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, my mama was who she was. So we didn't really celebrate for the July to begin right. with. It was, it was right after Juneteenth. So for us, it was just another day to like get together with the family and Big she facts. got a day off work. But, um, yeah, I am going to a barbecue a little later, but it ain't a July 4th barbecue. It's niggas got the day off. And as, so as, as we transition out of yeah. that subject, um, <laughs> So we have plans for today. We gonna about to about to link up with my dog, Big Calvin. That's that's one of my good friends, and I'm gonna do some family stuff. Yeah. So we gonna we gonna take advantage of it to do those things and Absolutely. be with family. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I personally believe that we ain't celebrating the fourth. Yeah, we we not celebrating that per se, but we gonna take advantage. Yeah, of Yeah, it's a cookout for the people. Yeah, it's a cookout with the homies. Yeah, and that's so. one thing black people know how to do. We'll uh, we'll take advantage of it. This the when when New Year's Eve was happening when when black people were enslaved. And they were they gave us the time off. We took advantage and 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 supped with each other. Yep, cooked. We, we 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 yep. we we took advantage of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And you be told what they what they mean for us. The reason why they mean different things for us is like y'all are celebrating your freedoms. We're celebrating the fact that y'all not thinking about us. You not we bothering can, me today. You not bothering me. Yeah. Today. We, yep. we we literally can just fellowship with one another. Yeah. This is an opportunity. Y'all y'all get drunk and. And, and 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 whatever off whatever y'all mm-hmm. doing and we are taking the opportunity to connect with one another absolutely so we don't again that's the misconception because like, y'all celebrating july 4th no we, we not don't. historically our people have taken advantage of these times in which oppressors were preoccupied mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with something else so no that's real. Yeah. Um, that made me think of um, another book that I want to drop in, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, The Water Dancer. Mm. And it was a really good um, plot. Well, he, he kind of writes in different plots, but one of the plots was um, talking about how the slaves would like commune on holidays. And so that was one point where they knew on holidays they needed to get up early and make sure all the food was prepared for the family that you know, mm-hmm. they they were enslaved by. But as soon as that food was prepared, they would go back to their quarters and start making like their food because they knew like, oh, they about to eat and drink their they, like down. Yeah, they, they about are about to, to they act about to get, a fool. They about to go crazy. So let's in get our house. greens in the pot mm-hmm. and let's. And I thought it was really interesting how even on the holidays they had to get up early to make sure that their masters were cared for for the holiday, and then the women would go down and like 
cook a whole separate meal for the slave families. Well, yeah, whatever was left over, yeah. like all of that, you know, we, and, we and managed we'll party to party all night in the street because they were up there drunk as hell, not thinking house. about yes, not exactly. thinking about us. So another good book, y'all. Um, it's a longer read. Ta-Nehisi Coates is a very Mm, abstract writer mm -hmm. but a very good book um the water dancer by by our boy i think he's over at howard now mm -hmm. um doing his thing in the english department over mm -hmm. there so that's kind of cool to check that out yeah to to watch him i got it i'll let you borrow it i, I would it. love to read <laughs> yeah, it it's up there um but yeah so i'm gonna go to a barbecue um i think they're doing some fireworks in uh desoto or something so yeah. we're gonna be at victor's house you know big kicking it um so yeah it's just it's a day off yeah for us to eat good pig and out and, and yes, let's 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 do that. Let's yeah, drink let's do drink that. quite a bit. Um, yeah. Let's not be under the under the uh, uh, watchful eye nah. of these mm -mm. of these uh, slave masters. Not doing it. Not doing it. Yeah. I mean, thank God some of us are out of that plantation, but then some of us are still connected to it, so we can't. Yeah, yeah, that's a different. We we all we all, all right. it's sad, but it all rolls up to a greater power somehow. Even when you work for yourself, I'm realizing that like, you know, you still got clients that you kind of work for, right? Because they're paying you. You well, still. I I see. It. I mean, I'm. I, we can continue this conversation, but it's a partnership now. At this mm -hmm. point, it's a partnership. It's an exchange. Yeah. I give you my services. You give me your money. You pay whatever you pay in some form or format. So mm -hmm. it's more of a partnership now i understand i only work when i want to work and i choose to work with you so that that makes that's a difference the beauty right there that i can the choose to say no to a project yep if it doesn't fit if it don't fit yep so that's a good if it point. don't fit must have quit yeah. all right anywho thank y'all for rocking with us absolutely check in real quick oh i am in a good space good. i had uh, some experiences last week mm-hmm um, or a week, two weeks ago, but I have since gained control. But I will say that I had two hour, two that two nights straight, seven hours sleep. Good, good. And I loved it. That's awesome. And I can't wait to have like a full seven days a week. But I love it. We'll keep that going. I love it. I love it. Cool. Well, yeah, I uh, I'm cool. I'm um. How are you? Yes. How no, are no, no. You? I'm 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 good. I uh been traveling a lot. I'm leaving again tomorrow to travel. Turn up. All good things, yeah, all good things. Um, and then I plan on sitting my ass down and uh, just sitting still for a little bit uh, before. We got a little family reunion in August, but that's not like a big deal. That's mm -hmm. more so just me going home for a couple days. Um, but yeah, just been, been kind of like exhausted from all the travel and all like the projects. But, you know, uh, abundance is a thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm mm -hmm. just grateful for this season because um, there may be one where, you know, I'm I'm in a drought, so it's mm. nice to be able to move around and get these invoices paid. Let's get it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, cool. Yeah. All right, y'all. So, until next time, thank y'all for rocking with us. This is the Green Route Podcast. Yeah. Um, appreciate y'all. Yeah. Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Like, subscribe, comment, all that. Tell us if it's something you want us to talk about. Bring yeah. some, shed some light on, please. We, we are press for the people so let yeah. us know yeah cool so love peace and community <laughs> all right dear all right we'll see y'all later love y'all peace later sunshine
sunshine, tell me where you are. Cause I need you to get me through my life.